know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle in the building. And we're here talking that money, the money lines. We're talking about everything that's hot and everything you should know to get your money. Jay, are you ready to talk about your money and how to get your money? You know what? Let me tell you something. I need my money. I need my money when it's funny. I need my money when it's runny. You know what I'm saying? I just want my loot. All right. Well, I didn't know that you were an MC today. You know what? Hey, I'm DJ Jay Sizzle. Jay Sizzle. You know what I'm saying? In the hizzy. Y'all just don't know. Y'all need to come party with me. When I'm out, I'm trying to get out some little events here and there. But you want to get, you want to shake your groove thing? 70s, 80s, and 90s. You know what I'm saying? Well, you can get out there and have a good time. You know, we ain't got to go, ain't got to worry about the drive-bys and all that. I'm your DJ. <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about the drive-bys. Well, that that that's, says that's my, it all, that's, my That's friend. my tagline right there. That's my That my, says my, it all, my friend. I'm your DJ when you don't have to worry about the drive-bys. Absolutely. Come and ride with me, Jay Sizzle. Yeah, you, you can come and wear your sparkle tops and your, uh, your platform shoes at my party. Okay. Well, the one thing you can do is get you some money to party with. Because if you're listening to us today, you're listening to our best picks and parlays, everything Uh that comes from week 14 in the NFL. Jay, it's a lot of money to be made. A lot of stuff going on out there. Uh Um, Let's just start it out. Okay, man. Let's start it out, man, with week 14, some of the parlay picks. The Texans, Broncos, and the Eagles, right? You've got negative 3.5 on the Texans over the Jets, uh, plus 2.5 at Chargers, Uh and the Eagles are at a plus 3.5 over the Cowboys. Let me say this. The Eagles game is probably one of those ones I would stay way, way away from. I'm super surprised, though, that we're talking the the Cowboys – are given now is this uh, yes okay so it's, so the Cowboys are actually favored yes right so so because you automatically get three at home three at home right so I'm surprised though the way this Eagle team has been playing I mean Dallas has looked good also this is a heavy weighter right here because if you get both of these quarterbacks playing. Um, at the top of their game, I'm telling you what, these two really good defenses right here, this might be a whole slobber knocker going on right here. Well, the thing with when you're looking at the Cowboys, they've won four in a row, had good teams and, and played some good teams. The Eagles have played the best of the best, and it doesn't even end after this week. But it's one of those things at home, as you said, with giving three at home, I would stay away from Eagles-Cowboys. Now, Broncos at charges is where you can make some money. Because right now, everyone is still on the, I don't know if the fighting Sierras are for real, but ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, it's a back-end shift, and they're getting their act together, and I would be concerned if Mr. Sierra comes in and plays me right now. Well, the problem right now is that they have not been great against the spread. I mean, they're 6-13 against the spread um, lately, but when the fighting Sierras look pretty good, the fighting Sierras are darn good. And it all depends which Russell we get. If if we get the Russell that's get it gets opportunity to sit in the pocket a little bit and throw the long ball on you, because I'm gonna tell you what Russell has been able to do is extend the pocket, and he's been and he's been getting the ball out a lot quicker now than what he has been before. And Russ still has the big arm. He can still he can still out throw your secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which their secondary has been horacious. Yeah. It has been atrocious. Right now, they are one of the worst secondaries in the league. And the Broncos' defense is a lot better. So when you're looking at something that can cause Justin Herbert problems, you're looking at over the, what, is it a span of five games? About five games. He's only had one 300-yard passing outing, and only one of those, I'm sorry, two, where he's had multiple touchdowns in those games. Well, but you got to look at how often the Chargers give up 300-yard games. You're talking about Tua, got him, Kirk Cousins, Goff, Jordan Love. This season, you know, they, they, they really went at him this year. So we know that Chargers defense is not the greatest. And we know the fighting Sierras, they can uh, – mm-hmm. if you get Russ loose on you because he has been able to extend in plays outside the pocket – and if he can continue to do that, and especially in play action, because you have to honor this run game now that the Broncos have been tossed out. It ain't great, but it's good enough that you have to honor it. And we know Russ is one of the best in the league at play action. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm not throwing out the fact that you've got the Eagles who are had a bad game against the 49ers. And everybody has those bad games because the 49ers are an excellent team, I'm not saying that you shouldn't put your money there. The biggest thing is you understand at this point that even if the Eagles lose, if they get they lose by a field goal, they'll still cover the spread. Yeah, but here's my thought of pride. Somebody's getting whipped down in this game. I, I, I got this me in one of those 40-10 games. I, I got somebody going to get jumped on, get jumped on early. Because one team's going to be up and the other one's not going to be ready. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and both of these teams are – these quarterbacks are sh- streaky. Um, if they get it going, it could be going for a long time. And we know here, – here's the one thing. Jalen Hurts is one of the most prolific uh, touchdown scorers we've seen in a long time because they got the tush push working. And that gives the Eagles, to me, a decided advantage over the Cowboys because if it's 31 and 4 for 1, that's a first down. Mm-hmm. Because we've yet to see anybody stop them converting a fourth, that fourth and one, third and two. They're going to tush push, and you just can't stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I and I actually did an in depth uh, study of the tush push, and uh, <laughs> 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 yes, yes, sir. And what were your findings? So, so what has happened with the tush push is mm-hmm. is that. Because of rugby. Yes. And the way you lean in on each other and they get really low. Okay. Well, what happens in the tush push, because the offense has the ability to know when the ball is going to get snapped, Kelsey submarines and the two guard submarine also. Mm-hmm. So what happens is only thing they're trying to do is get underneath the pads of the defenders and get to their thigh boards. That's all they're trying to do. And from that point on, now you've taken away the middle base away because you are lower than they are because you know when you're going to snap the football. Then all that's happening at that point in time when you get Hurts, who's 230 pounds, and you get the guys behind them, and they're literally it's like surfing the way it was suggested because you're taking away the base of these two. You normally would not block like that because – you couldn't get any push to sustain push. Mm-hmm. But if I need a push for a half a yard and chop your legs, it's basically they're chopping the legs out of the defense. Mm-hmm. And then since the guys are laying on top of the offensive lineman, the defensive lineman are laying on top of the offensive lineman, then the other guys are coming behind them and pushing those defensive linemen back. 
And basically, there's nothing really you can do about it unless you get lower than I'm waiting. To, I'm waiting for a defender just to lay down on the ground in front of the center and just let's lay down and stop them from getting up underneath them. But there's no way to defeat this thing. There really is not. Well, if you lay down, there is risk of high risk of of injury. Yeah, and a so neck injury there. I, I'm so. waiting for somebody to get. A, I, I don't want nobody to get hurt, but because they're submarining like they are, um, you're just waiting for something bad to go wrong. It, it's funny enough that we're talking about it, and we won't spend too much time on it. But if you've watched this play, it's where you see the Eagles are the best in the league of pushing forward, picking up short yardage. And you see college players now, you've seen college teams and high school coaches who are trying to implement this tush-push, this low center of gravity. And now you've got all these coaches who are coming out with these ridiculous TikTok and Instagram videos that they say they know how to stop this play. Yeah, I don't think so. By submarining their linebackers over the line of scrimmage. But the problem with that is that once you're once you have once you're vertical, mm-hmm. right? It all depends at what point you become vertical. Correct. Because e equals MC squared, that means how fast your mass is moving, mm-hmm. right? To what it collides into. But the problem is you start decelerating. You don't keep accelerating. You start decelerating very rapidly. So after a while, you don't have power. You just have your mass going forward. Well, the issue is now because they're not hitting the quarterback square, right, that they're not knocking him back. They're going over the top of him because they have not fired right at the quarterback. So much has to go. But you can't go and hit him with your face mask. And that's another thing. You're getting these young people into a bad position and you're giving them bad habits. You're teaching them a bad technique because what we've seen from those videos is those linebackers or even linemen, normally when they they shoot, as you said, their trajectory, they're already in motion. So they're deaccelerating. They're going downward. And once they go down, they're not even close to the quarterback. Usually they miss and end up in the backfield but that's because now you've overshot your intended target. And, and what's going to end up happening is somebody's going to take a run and start and time it up really well, and they're going to fly up and, some, and just nail somebody dead straight ahead. Mm-hmm. My issue is is that you and I played football for a long, long time. And the one thing, what's the first thing they taught you from the time you're seven, eight years old, nine years old? Don't duck your, duck head. your head. Don't duck your head. Protect your neck. Don't duck. Don't your duck. Head. You need to. You need to see what you're going to hit. And because you these must. Op- yeah. Because these offensive linemen are ducking their heads to get down below. I'm. I don't want this to happen. But mm-hmm. somebody's going to. One of these defensive linemen are going to fire straight down into the back of somebody's neck. That's the biggest issue. You're. You're waiting to see, and you're not. It's not that you're waiting to see. You realize that this could cause a neck injury. That could cause instantaneous problems. Yeah, I think I think this is going to get outlawed at some point in time. I believe that the league is going to move towards it because if you've only got one team that's good at it, as we've seen with the Bears, they are not good at it. They've tried it and it's not their special because they don't commit to it up front. Correct. You you have to commit to it up front. You got to go. If you have you seen Kelsey? Yes. When he go, he it's a full commitment. Now he mm-hmm. says all this humanity is laying on. He doesn't like it every time he does it. Mm-hmm. But the issue is that you have to bring in people that know how to do this. The Bears are trying to do this, but they're trying to put mass against mass. It is not mass against mass. It's mm-hmm. ma- okay. 
It's just like, can you push the car with the brakes in, with the with the, with the brakes engaged? No, no. But you can push the car when the brakes are. Why? Because you're on a surface that it can roll on, mm-hmm. right? Same thing when you get these bodies up underneath you and they've submarined you, you now can be slid across these bodies, and that's just what's happening. Until somebody figures out how to stop this offensive line from accelerating into the defensive line. Until you get one of these defensive linemen who decide they're going to come off and fire off the ball at about three inches high and rip that. And, 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 and you know, because I'm going to tell you what, people don't realize this. Bad stuff happens down in the bottom of them piles. Yeah, that's why uh, no defensive lineman with any sense would just volunteer and give himself up under that pile. Because you get, if not just for the, the sure foolery that happens up top, you're looking at also getting cleated. Your hand, your neck, your oh, yeah. arms. It's, 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 just, it's bad in there. So I, I don't know. I don't know how long this thing is going to last. I don't know. Maybe uh, till the end of the season and then as the the Board of Regents meets and those higher-ups come up with an opinion. I think they're going to change it. Maybe you can't do the scrum. And shout-out, shout-out to M-Train because we talked about this and we've talked about it. He is our resident scrummer. Uh, scrummer as a rugby player, as a professional rugby player. Yeah. So How's he doing? He's doing well, and we're going to have to get him on the show. He wants to be on the show again. We're going to get him on the show. Maybe we'll have him on for a Christmas rugby scrum. He's got he's got the big he's got the big oblong rugby football. That's a big fo- that's a big ball. It's a big. And they had to they have to tote that thing around. Mm. That's a big that's Pause. a that's a toter. They had to tote it, and then they could just kick it whenever they get. They just kick it. <laughs> Well, if you're still looking for money on the parlay with the Week 14 money line, let's check out three games where you can get some money going when you've got Ravens versus Rams, 49ers versus Seahawks, and Packers at Giants. Each of those games, you think that this is a time where the home team is going to take the L. I look for the Raiders to walk over the Rams, the 49ers to go in and beat up the Seahawks, and the Packers to walk out somehow with a victory at the Giants. So you've yeah. got a lot riding there. The Giants are 0-4 in these, you know, these primetime games. I don't see – they look terribly. They're not terrible. They're not terrible. They're terribly. You know, they just look bad. So if you're also looking at some of the picks and parlays and the long shot bets for Week 14 – is the Bears versus the Lions, the Bear. Bills at the Chiefs, and the Buccaneers at the Falcons. How do you like how do you like this Bear versus the Lion matchup here? What do you think about that one? Bears versus, honestly, if you go in and play, from what we saw two weeks ago, the Bears are able to, if containment is correct on the defensive side, and as you were saying earlier, the defense is coming in making more adjustments being – or playing better, it's a situation, Jay, where you could possibly see all things working together, a Bear victory. But that's why this is a long-shot bet. Well, you looked at the Bears. I want to say, what was that? They had like almost a 99% chance of winning that game that they lost. Mm -hmm. The Bear looked good. The defense looked good, Mm -hmm. right? But, okay, I know we weren't going down this line, but we could could leap down here because that's what I do because I'm just a leaper like that, all right? What does Justin Fields have to do? Uh, he has to show out in this game. Mm-hmm. But does he have to show out in all five to stay the Bears starting quarterback? Well, let's talk about it for a minute, Jay. 
is it even a necessity? Because right now it seems like there's a foregone conclusion that there's going to be a change when it comes to Justin Fields somehow. I don't know if this is going to be movement where he gets dealt or he's still not going to be the long-term answer. And let me ask this question, Jay. Go ahead. Now with Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman. He's a little he's a little light though. Go ahead. Does this now change some equations in how this Justin Fields thing go? See, here's my thing. We keep every week we keep moving the goalpost on where we are with Justin Fields and where this is gonna go. And what I see with the Bears is the only reason why this is a conversation is because the Bears have an option that they haven't had before. Yeah. But we found that many teams, and we've seen this through history, those options are really pipe dreams. Let me ask you a question. I have a sinking suspicion. Mm-hmm. Sinking suspicion. Somehow I think Bo Nix is going to end up being a Bear. Let me say that I <laughs> – I've never used think, that term. I think they're going to figure out. I think they're going to trade back a little bit. It's not a vomiting. Have your bowels just – when you said that I got – I think somehow, I got ill. I think somehow they're going to trade back and you're going to end up – Bo Nix is going to be sitting there and they're going to pick him up somewhere. Well, okay. Okay. Here's my thing. If all If Justin is terrible and you want a new quarterback and everything is horrible – why not stick with the Pennsylvania kid that everybody was hyped about? You have Badgett sitting there. Isn't he the well, new – he's the new face of, of the underdog, right? Well, here, here's the key to Badgett, right? Um, like a Brock Purdy and the rest of these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Is that we know Badgett can run the offense. We know that, right? The problem with Badgett, just like some of the problem is with Fields, is that the offensive line just hasn't been solid enough. I mean, we just have to make sure that that is the elephant that's still in the room, still walking around, and still smashing all our cookies. Okay? I, I don't like cookie smashing elephants. I never have. I mean, uh, well, you, you don't know. like pink cookies in a plastic bag getting smashed by buildings? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Think about Shout that out to LL. Hey, there you go. But um, so you look at this situation with the bear. Mm-hmm. And until we get this offensive line squared away, now, mm. now, now, right? You can't, even flutes can't be changed. Okay, here we go again. <laughs> here we go. See, because I, I. You can't, you can't change him now. He's shown you. He's he, shown you what? He's shown you that he can get a defense together. Oh, my God. He's oh shown you God. this. All right, look, look, oh look, look, look what they've done. Look what they've done trade-wise, right? Yeah, you've got you 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 got a legit number one wide receiver, right? Okay, can we say that? Mm. All number right. two. Well, number I mean number one on a on a on the Bears, he's a number one. Almost yes. on, on and say, on most squads, he would most probably squads. I mean, be it, that. Is, is he your preeminent wide receiver? Maybe not, but he's mm. a he's a true number one. Okay. okay. Now you look at this defense, which is not um, the monsters of the midway right now. But they will come, if they're all healthy, they will come and smack you in the mouth. All right? Especially now when you see the Tasmanian, too, that I did with that, the Tasmanian devil, Montez Sweat. I see that. Because he has changed the uh, fabric of what this defense is because now you got to send two guys over there to deal with him. Well, so then that means that it's imperative that now you go to Illinois 
get the young man that is the closest thing to Warren Sapp you've seen in about 20 years. Yeah, well, they missed out on with the Eagles. Well, <laughs> they I mean, out. if you're afraid, just say you're afraid. You know, it, it, then buy a dog. Buy a dog. That's what they said. If you're afraid because that young man, that's what – that that's that's who they should have got. That I don't understand what your defense. Doing. Right, they're they you know they're doing the Bears thing. Oh, let's get this guy who can't start on his own team. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> so so now you're you're in a situation where. But team, how do you justify this team a guy who hasn't won? It's not. It's it, in he, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Three years now. He already told. You, see that first year out, they already told you they wasn't gonna win. Okay. They, they are, uh, Wait a minute. Not, they, they not are, only not going to win, they've looked horrible. Yes. And and what's the always, okay, all but, around but the board? Now here, here's, here's the key. Here's the key to this, right? Here's the key to this. Bajan should be three and one as a starter. Can we say that? If if, if he didn't melt down in that fourth quarter, the bear melt down that fourth quarter. Well, they if you put that as well, as the caveat, then what should he, he should have been? He should have been. What they, should Justin be? So, so no, so because listen. Justin had games that were lost by defense, right? So, but now you have a defense, so now there's no excuse for what for Justin. Justin has to. Justin now has to go out here and be Justin Fields. Wait a minute, we're not. Wait, are you? Intimating that the Bears have uh, excuse uh, me, excuse me, sir. Yes, I will, sir. I will not be in, in, <laughs> yes, sir. I don't even know what that yes, word sir. was, but I don't, I don't feel, I, I feel some kind of way about that. Are you saying then that Justin should be validated because now the Bears have a preeminent defense? Yes. You know why? Stop. You know why? Because now they're getting the ball back. Beforehand, the Bears were a absolute sieve. The sieve. They're still a sieve up they're, the middle. They're a better sieve than what they were before. Oh my. Oh, well, okay. Look, look, oh, look at look at look at this linebacker core right now. Yes, that everybody is still, and they can't. They can't believe they trade Roquan. Oh my God! What? But how but, you gonna let Roquan go? But, but it's a better group without Roquan. It's a much better group to play a forty-three. I'm concerned about any young man who tells me that he only knows how to play a thirty-four and not a forty-three. Well, okay, okay. You you have some guys who. Would not be as effective. Put Joey Bosa into a a a uh, where you had three down linemen and see what was going to happen. I think he could do it a lot better. You know who surprised me when they their lack of knowledge of the thirty four. Who's that? Brian Urlacher. Well, Brian Urlacher. Brian Urlacher was a safety number one first. He was. Why, why should Why should he even care? He don't know what's happening up front. He don't know what he look. Brian Urlacher didn't figure out what was happening until they pulled him down and said, "You know what? You're not gonna play safety. You're gonna play linebacker." He said, "What?" Ladies and gentlemen, if you could see the look on my face, it what? Look, listen, listen. Brian Urlacher was a safety, I, yeah, right? Right. I get it. He was a big old safety out there. Yeah. Do you think he had an idea of what was happening up front? And here's the killing part. Here's the killing part. The Bears and everybody are going on about their safety position with Eddie Jackson. You can let Eddie Jackson go and save that money. Go to any of the Hubac schools. Mm-hmm. Get you one of them linebackers who's fast. Yeah, put him An undersized linebacker. Put him at safety. Now, let's go back to Brian Erlacher, the mm-hmm. Erlacher, the linebacker, right? Yes. Who? What? Seven hundred and thirty pounds did he have in front of him at the one and three technique? When you got, when you got tractor trailer in front of you, he had. I mean, the years, even 
Tommy Harris was undersized, but still one of the premium you had Washington. You had Ted Washington there. You've had guys that they cycled through, which so I still don't know why they got they, rid of that middle line. They were eating up these double teams. Killing it. We know Brian Urlacher can't shed a block to save, to his, save entire his life. life. He cannot mm-hmm. shed a block. But Brian Urlacher, who was one of the fastest guys on the team, was the fastest guy on his college team. One of the fastest guys on the team was shot out of a cannon at 250 pounds, and Erlacher could run anybody down. Mm-hmm. If the back was going sideways and Erlacher was coming straight ahead, Erlacher was going to catch you, right? So the reason why Brian Erlacher was great, because he had 720 pounds in front of him at all times. As soon as they went light, Erlacher all of a sudden could not take on those guards anymore. Mm-hmm. He is not Dick Buckus, RIP, rest his soul. Mm-hmm. He is not one of these guys who's going to shed you, right? He He's not Mike Singletary, who was not that big, but who could come up underneath you and had the leverage that he could put the bow to you and drop you to your knees. Brian Erlacher was a freak of nature who could just fly and hit you if you had the heavyweight up front. The Bear doesn't have the They spent this money with Billings, right, which I don't understand. Okay, what happened to the whole school mantra of football that we're going to solidify and work our defense from inside out? Now we work our defenses from outside in. Now you see the, the cornerbacks, you know, getting all the love right now where it used to be it would be the interior of these linebackers in the interior getting the love because that's where you have to play football from is inside out. We see that with the offensive line. Because this offensive line does not have a preeminent center, they're going to be bad until they find one or until they create one. Well, we can say this, to your point, Jay, that the Bears' defense has held opponents to a respectable 19.9 points per game. It will be outside, will be cold, someplace that Jared Goff has not had a lot of success California with. love. So it might be a – if the defense can do their end of the job and Justin can continue to progress and do as his tight end said and work in as they were playing in the playoffs, get into playoff mode. Playoffs. It could work. Now the Bills, I don't know. They're a, a team now – the one thing you can say about the team is they're 6-0 and coming off buys. They don't lose off of buys. And you have a team in the Chiefs who played their worst football the of chefs. the season. So that – and combined with the fact that now you've got the Buccaneers-Falcons, Falcons have been playing well over the past, what, three, four weeks. Yeah. But the one thing that you also have to look at is, again, going back to that quarterback situation – You've got a Baker Mayfield who's a much better quarterback. The rise of Baker than, Mayfield. Uh, Rittler is, and because <laughs> I isn't it Rattler? No, it's Ritter, Desmond Ritter. Oh, I thought he's Rattler. a Rittler because I have no yeah. idea why he's playing quarterback. Nobody else does either. It's, it's hard. It's hard out here. It's hard out here, but it's easy if you're listening to the sizzle. Make that money, that parlay money. Look, man, we're getting ready to go. We're going to do a little break for the people. We're going to give them some holiday music. And may I say, shout out to Jay, to your nephews. Um, I think 
one of the things that I, I said earlier was that we were going to shout out our people when we get a chance to. So happy birthday to my sons. Today is your birthday. Today is your birthday. Y'all getting old and I'm getting younger. I just want you to know that. And shout out to my cousin. Today is your birthday too, Rod. So everybody happy shouts Hot out Rod. today. What's going it's on, just Hot one Rod. of those things, man. We want to make sure we're giving Christmas love at Christmas time and do our thing. That just don't sound right. Now, uh, uh what was it? Cart three? We playing? It should be cart two. Let me go take. Wait, let, let me go to the wayback machine. Let me go. Let me know. Let me know. It should say just one, uh, two. No, it don't with say the that. date on it. No, but it has a date on it. It's a. Uh, yeah, I think this is the right one. <laughs> hey, we want to make sure we give the people what they hey, want. You got to give the people what's right. So, hey, you know what you're listening to. It's the sizzle here on WGVE 88.7 FM.